Yo, what is going on, everybody? I know it has been a long time since I recorded once again, but there's just been way too much going on with the NBA. I've just been trying to dissect it all. It's been causing me a lot of loss of sleep. I'm not joking. I stayed up until probably 2.30 in the morning last night just dissecting all this stuff. Um, uh, so, but I am refreshed. Uh, and I have had so much schoolwork school because it's like the third quarter in my school right now. So we're getting into a lot of homework, a lot of... A lot of just work in general, and it's pretty hard to stay on top of, but I'm getting it done. Um, and then when I get home, from my practices are like two hours long, so when I get home, I'm just tired as hell. But um, we, I have a five-day break. It started Thursday, and it ends Monday. So as I'm recording this, it is February is Friday, February 18th. The reason I didn't record on Thursday is because I was still dissecting stuff. And I was hanging on my friends. But um, I'm going to record today. Probably going to record. I'm just going to try to bang out as many eps. I might even record two today. I don't know. But before we get into what we're going to do today, um, make sure if you guys like the episode or just my podcast in general, you can you can support it by going to the link in the description and donating $1, $5, $10 a month. And you can back out at any time. So you can donate to me like a dollar, like one time, and then you can just back out. Like I'm fine with that. Or you don't have to donate at all. You can just watch the episode and just, yeah, I'll, I'll, that will let me know that you guys are actually invested in the podcast and I'll keep making more episodes. And you can also appear on the podcast if you send me a voice message, um, also with the link in the description. Uh, I'll probably put it on because uh, I don't get that many anymore. <laughs> Mainly because I haven't, this is another like probably one or two week break for me. But I'm going to be back in the grind. So, today we are going over the crazy NBA trade deadline. So, the trade deadline occurred on February 10th. And before that and on the day of that, um, teams are just making insane trades. Um, And... I think you guys can point out two that were really, actually probably three that were pretty insane. Um, and yeah, so we're just going to be diving into that. And so obviously the first trade, I this actually happened when I was in school and um, my friend brings his phone to lunch. So he was over there and he, he, we saw opposite sides of the table. Uh, no, not opposite sides of the table, opposite sides of the lunchroom because... I don't know. I hate my principal so much. But, um, so opposite sides of the lunchroom, and he just shouts my name. I look over and he's like, James Harden got traded. I was like, no, he didn't. And then we just kept going back and forth until once lunch ended, he showed me the phone and it was like, boom. So, the Sixers get James Harden and Paul Millsap for. Um, and they're giving Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond a 2022 first-round pick and a 2027 first-round pick. Now, I think when I first heard about this, I didn't think it was that good of a trade for the Nets or the Sixers. I thought it was kind of a lose-lose situation because the Nets, I mean, the Sixers are giving up some of the very good role players and 
very valuable picks. But then I realized they're now title contenders because Ben Simmons wasn't playing. Seth Curry was good, but yeah. Andre Drummond was also pretty decent, but yeah. They're, but they're getting James Harden and Paul Millsap. Paul Millsap's a great role player. Seth Curry and Andre Drummond, great role players. Um, it's sad to see them go. I love both of them. And I'm, I'm a Sixers fan, mainly because of Embiid. And no, it's not because he's a great NBA player. Actually, he is a great NBA player, but he played for KU, so I love him. So I like the Sixers. But as I started to come to my senses... I realized that this was actually an amazing trade for the Sixers and an okay trade for the Nets. Let me explain myself. So, oh, by the way, this is going to be a decently long episode. So, the Sixers are getting James Harden and Paul Millsap. I don't really need to say much about Paul Millsap. Um, He's a great role player, pretty good uh, forward that can get the job done if you need him to. Um, But they are getting James Harden. James Harden, although the Sixers lost most of their... uh, uh, two of their main role players. Um, if you have, I mean, listen to the starting lineup. This, this, is, this is probably what the starting lineup is going to be once James Harden is healthy again. Tyrese Maxey, James Harden, Matisse Thybulle, Tobias Harris, and Joel Embiid. That is an insane all-around lineup. I mean, th- that that starting lineup is very good at defense, except for James Harden, and amazing at offense. Like, that is insane. And then off the bench, you have Paul Millsap, Furkan Korkmaz, all those guys. And this Sixers team are now title contenders. Um, but I think... Uh, I, I think James Harden will play very well for the Sixers like he does for any team. Um, and him and Joel are going to be a very deadly combo. And the um, and uh, Tyrese Maxey and Tobias. Ooh, dude, and Matisse. Dude, this team is just stacked. I mean, like, on, on defense, the two leaders are probably going to be Joel and Matisse. And on offense, the two leaders are probably going to be Joel and, and Harden. But then you just, but then you have um, then you have Tyrese Maxey and Tobias Harris um, that are just they're not bad at anything. They're really not. They're both quick, agile, smart. Um, they can get the ball. They can get you a bucket any day, any time of the day. Um, oh God! Wait, hold on. My my dad just texted me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, fun fact about my dad, he's the best dad of all time. <laughs> no, I'm just joking, but, like, no, he is the best dad of all time. But he uses this, so, there's young people slang, and then there's old people slang. And old people slang is just hard to understand. Like, they speak in the most disabled way. <laughs> I'll talk about that more later, because we gotta still go into this trade. So, I think... With this trade, the Sixers are now one of the biggest title contenders in the East. And probably in the league in general. I mean, they're getting James Harden. One of the most prolific scorers in the league. But now let's go for the Nets side. I think Ben Simmons, once he starts playing, will play very well for the Nets. Um, I just think he wasn't happy with the Sixers organization, mainly because... Um, Nobody in the or- in the Sixers organization was happy with him. 
I mean, they were just, like, kind of clowning him, and then the fans were even worse. I mean, like, honestly, Sixers fans, I can understand why you're mad. Ben Simmons being kind of a wussy with a P um, and just not playing, but you that's the reason he wasn't playing, because of you guys, because you guys were just kind of, like, taunting him, and yeah, he didn't perform well last playoffs, but that's because he's like a 24-year-old in the NBA playoffs. Do you expect him to perform that well? Do you know how much pressure was probably on his freaking shoulders being like the second best player on that team and having to perform? I mean, that's basically his job, but like still. Um, I think he'll play very well for the Nets. I he will fit their system because I feel um, another reason why Ben Simmons wasn't playing well is because he was a point guard and he was kind of being forced to shoot because the Sixers didn't have many shooters um, uh, aside for, like, Seth Curry and Joel could kind of knock down the mid-range and Tobias was okay. But the Nets have Kyrie, who doesn't really play all the time, but he's still Kyrie Irving. Kevin Durant, Joe Harris, all the, Blake Griffin didn't even knock down the three. All these guys that can shoot. So Ben Simmons doesn't really have to shoot. He can just do what he does, which is drive to the hoop, make great plays, be, just be a great playmaker, be a floor general, make great passes, um, and just put the ball in the bucket in the paint. And um, I think he could he could learn from, like, KD and Blake Griffin and Joe Harris on some, like, shooting tips. Um, and I think he could become a very good all-around player with the Nets. Um, Seth Curry and Andre Drummond, I don't think – I think they will make a big impact on the Nets because I don't think the Nets really needed that super team. Obviously, it didn't work. Um, but I think one of the main reasons it didn't work is because their bench was kind of awful – and by kind of, I mean really. I mean, like, their starting lineup was, what, uh, Irving and, and Harden. Like, point guard Irving, shooting guard Harden. They basically just played shooting guard and point guard, both of them. Small forward, I believe, Joe, Joe Harris. Power forward, KD. Center was Blake Griffin or DeAndre Jordan. Um, so, like, and then their bench was, like, Nicholas Claxton, and Bruce Brown, and that's about it. And not even Bruce Brown. He wasn't playing well. Jeff Green was decent, but I don't think he's on the team anymore. Um, Paul Millsap was okay. Uh, Shamit, no. Um, so these, I mean, honestly, they could start. I think they could start because this could probably be the net starting lineup. It could be... Uh, it could be Irving and Seth, or just flipped around. Um, Durant, uh, Simmons, and Blake. Uh, or they could start Drummond. I think this is a very good trade for the Nets as well because they're getting a start two, honestly, three starter caliber players and two first-round picks. And the first-round pick is in the upcoming draft, and the upcoming draft is pretty loaded. I mean, you got, you got guys like... Got guys like Uchai Agbaji, who um, I was gonna say, very freaking good. Um, so yeah, I think this was a win-win trade for both sides. Um, yeah, let's get into the next trade. Where is it? Hold on, let me see if I can find it here. 
I, I literally just searched up all the trades that have recently happened because we have a, there are there were a lot. Okay, this is the one I was really looking for. This is a very complicated trade. Wait, hold on. No, that no, that I don't think that's right. Hold on. Hold on. No, 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 no. Okay, so Roko and Norman Powell did get traded. What? Hold on. I didn't even know this trade happened. Oh, my God. What is going on? Okay, the Blazers really must hate Damian Lillard. They're giving him nobody. Let me go over the big one, though. Trail Blazers send McCollum to freaking Pelicans. This was a trash trade for the Blazers. But an amazing trade for the Pelicans. Now the Pelicans starting lineup is probably Devontae, CJ, um, Brandon Ingram, Zion if he's healthy, and freaking Jonas Valanciunas. That is a playoff team. And the Blazers got Josh Hart, Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Okay, Josh Hart, pretty decent. He could play pretty well for the Blazers. Nikhil Alexander, basically same thing. Um, Thomas Sadoransky, trash. Diddy Lousa. Who the hell is that? I don't know who that is. That's a bad sign. And then 2022 first-round draft pick, protected. 2026 second round draft pick, second round pick won't help them that much. 2027 second round pick won't help them that much. And the Pelicans got Larry Nance. I'm mad. Because I love the Blazers. Kind of. I just like Dame. And the Blazers are really trying to screw him over. I believe he came out and said that he is going to stay with the Blazers. Honestly, that is kind of retarded, Dame. Because I know it's all about loyalty with you. I know. You're trying to be loyal, trying to stay with the same team. You're trying to win a championship eventually. I get that. I get that. But when it gets to the point where that team you're trying to be loyal to isn't very loyal to you... You should stop being loyal to them because they're not really doing anything to make your situation better. They're not really doing anything to help you. They're not really doing anything to try to get you a ring, a very, very, very much deserved ring. I think it's time Dame gives up on the Blazers. And to all you Blazers fans watching this, you're probably feeling the same way. You probably have a little bit of empathy for Dame or you just hate me. Probably the second one, but you gotta you gotta understand. Dame just lost his right hand man for a bunch of nobodies. Well, two people that could be okay, and then a bunch of nobodies. Like, oh my god, this trade is so bad. It just takes away more shooting 
from the Blazers. I mean, Josh Hart is a good shooter. Alexander Walker is eh. Thomas Sadoransky sucks at shooting. I don't even know who the hell Diddy Lazauda is. You don't know if the first round pick is going to be good. I mean, they're probably going to do trash, so they might get a good first-round pick. It could be a lottery pick. could be outside of that. You never know. Their second-round pick is probably going to be trash because I know nobody good coming up in the 2026 draft or the 2027. Uh, most of those players aren't even in college right now, probably not even in high school. Sorry that I'm yelling. You guys probably just got ear raped, but this is such a bad trade. Very good for the Pelicans. I don't know how they pulled this off. Trash for the for the Blazers. I mean, Josh Hart and Alexander Walker, kind of Thomas Radaranski, and I imagine Diddy Lauzada. They're pretty young. CJ is getting kind of old. I'm pretty sure he's like 29, 30, 31. Larry Nance is getting kind of old. Tony Snell is getting kind of old. So... I get this part, like trading away, like getting rid of the old and putting in the new, but you don't get rid of the old when the old doesn't play old. When the old plays way better than all the players combined that you got and traded away. If you combine Larry Nance Jr., Tony Snell, Josh Hart, Nikhil Arjuna Walker, Thomas Sadoransky, Diddy Lauzada, CJ McCollum would still be a better player. God, you know, I understand. It's hard to be an NBA GM. It's hard to predict which young player is going to be good. It's hard to predict if a very good player that's playing really well right now is going to drop off in the next few seasons or in the next few hours, games, seconds, whatever. It's very hard to predict that. But don't fix something if it's not broken. You, your team was doing fine. You didn't need to trade CJ, but you did. You didn't need to trade Larry Nance Jr., but you did. You needed to trade Tony Snell, and you did, which I give you props. You didn't need Josh Hart, but you got him. You didn't need Nikhil Alexander-Walker, but you got him. You didn't need Thomas Sadoransky, but you got him. You didn't need Diddy Lauzada, but you got him. You're going to have plenty of picks in the first place. You're going to have plenty of picks. You didn't need three picks, two of which probably aren't going to help you that much. Okay, I'm done ranting, but let's get into the next trade. This is another big one. Porzingis to the Wizards. So, the Wizards got Porzingis and a 2022 second-round pick. The Mavericks got Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis Bertans. I don't really see this as a good trade for either side. Actually, I do see it as a good trade for the Mavericks. Porzingis was playing okay. Um, I mean, the Wizards just lost one of their biggest players and one of their best shooters. Um, I mean, Spencer Dinwiddie was one of their best shooters and was one of their um, best players. Um, but they're getting Porzingis, which isn't that bad. Um, but a 2022 second-round pick. If it was a first-round pick, that might be a little better. But it's not. I think the Mavericks won this trade just because they got Spencer Dinwiddie. I mean, he, they could probably wanna run him at shooting guard um, and be very successful with him. And they have Davis Bertons. And since they lost Kristaps, they could just fill um, him in with Bertons. And 
and the Wizards already have Kuzma running power forward, and that's Porzingis' position. I guess he could play center, but they have Thomas Bryant, um, so don't know about that. Um, yeah, I just, I really just don't like this trade. But, yeah. Uh, Derek White going to the Celtics. For Josh Richardson and Romeo Langford. So the Celtics only got Derek Wright. But they gave up Josh Richardson and Romeo Langford. A 2022 first round pick. And a 2028 first round pick swap. This I don't think was a very good trade for the Celtics. Obviously Derek White is a very good player. He played really well in San Antonio. That's because he didn't really have any other good players around him. I mean, DeJounte Murray was very good, don't get me wrong, but besides that, he didn't really have many good players around him, so it was pretty easy for him to get the ball and score. Um, uh, and then Romeo Langford, very young, could have been very good for the Celtics, but no. I just, I don't like this trade deadline, bro. These freaking NBA teams are being retarded. But the Celtics did get Daniel Tice. Holy crap. I thought he just signed with them. Nope, that's a trade. Are you kidding me? That is the worst trade I've ever seen in my life. Like, at what is this trade? The Celtics got Daniel Tice. Pretty good player. Could help them immediately. But they gave up Dennis Schroeder, Enos Cantor Freedom, Penis cancer, um, and Bruno Fernando. Dennis Schroeder, although he's old, is a very good player. Enos p- penis cancer. Even though he is old, he is a very good player. Bruno Fernando is young and a pretty good, pretty decent player. They gave up three players for one. I could understand this if it was like three very good role players for a very good star, but it's not. It's not even close to that. The Rockets absolutely won this trade. They won it, without a doubt in my mind. The Celtics took a big L this um they took a big L this trade deadline. But holy sh- We have a four team trade to announce, ladies and gentlemen. The Bucks, Clippers, Kings, and Pistons are all involved in this trade. So the Bucks get Serge Ibaka, two second-round picks, and cash considerations. The Clippers get Ronnie Hood, Semi Ogele, and Vanya Vanha Vanja Marin Vanha Vanha Marinkovic. Oh my God! Okay, looking at this, just just looking at it. The Kings won. They got Dante DiVincenzo, Josh Jackson, Trey Lyles, David Michino, Michinow, um, and a second-round pick. They got the most items, the youngest players, and 
very good players. Dante DiVincenzo was a starter, a starting caliber player for the, for the Bucks, a finals contender. Josh Jackson, a starting caliber player, although for the Pistons, Josh Jackson still played really well. Trey Lyles, young, good. Josh Jackson, young, good. Dante DiVincenzo, young, great. David Michenow, don't know, don't know. Second round pick, probably won't help them that much. But the Pistons got Marvin Bagley. Marvin Bagley has kind of been stepping up his game this season. So I think the only teams that really won this trade are... um, Actually, I think everyone won this trade except for the Clippers. <laughs> because the Pistons get got a starter caliber player. Um, Clippers, uh, no. Kings obviously won it. They got, honestly, three starting caliber players. Like, probably one, though. Um, and the Bucks got a very good six-man. Um, and two picks. So, and the Clippers got trash. Not even that young. Ronnie Hood is old as my grandma. Semi Ajale is, I think, like 27, 28, I think. He's not that young. I know he's not that young. Young. How old is Sammy Ole Oleje? Is that how you spell it? No. Oleje. I think that's how you spell it. He's 27, so kind of young, but not. Oh, Ronnie Hood is actually 29. Still not that young. Um, and then Vanha Marinkovic. Vanha Marinkovic. Yeah. Marinkovic. Um, he is 25. And he is Serbian professional basketball player. NBA team. Okay. Yep. I think I'm looking at the wrong player. But, uh, yeah. That's my take. Um, Montrezl Harrell to the Hornets for Vernon Carey Jr. and A. Smith and a 2023 second round pick. I think the Wizards won this trade. I'm going to say it. I think the Wizards won this trade. Because they get a very young center of a uh, pretty old-ish Smith, but a pretty decent, and a pick. But it's second round, so it won't help them that much. Um, it, but they are giving up on uh, they are giving up Montrez Harrell, which is a big piece to their team. But I think the Hornets, honestly, I actually I think the Hornets won this trade because they didn't really even have that good of a center. Vernon Carey wasn't getting that much time, so um, uh, yeah, that was just not that interesting. I'm gonna kind of skip over the ones that really just aren't that interesting and don't really need uh covering. Oh, great. Now the Magic have another seven-footer. What is this, like three seven-footers that they have now? They have Mo Bamba, Bull Bull, and Jonathan Isaac is basically a seven-footer. Okay, yeah, the Celtics lost another trade. They gave up um, Bull Bull, DJ Dozier, cash considerations, and a future second-round pick. For a second round pick, so 
yeah, that is a very big loss. Um, another big team deal. Uh, so Jazz, Blazers, and Spurs are involved in this. Uh, Nick, what? Wait, <laughs> I didn't even know about this. <laughs> the Blazers gave up Nikhil Alexander Walker. Okay, and um, and Thomas Sabarese. Okay, and they got Joe Ingles and Elijah Hughes and a second round pick. So I think they are kind of going after the picks. Joe Ingles is a great player and could play immediately for the Blazers. Elijah Hughes, pretty young, could play pretty well for the Blazers. Um, and they gave up two pretty useless players. Um, I think the Blazers won this deal. The Jazz also got some pretty good players. Nikhil Alexander-Walker is pretty decent. Juancho Hernan Gomez is pretty decent. I think the Spurs lost. I mean, they got Thomas Sadoransky in a second-round pick. That kind of sucks. Oh, my thunder. My thunder. Okay, good. We won this trade. We gave up a 2026 second-round pick for Casey Akpala. If you don't know who Casey Akpala is, he is a beast in any My League. If you are ever playing My League NBA 2K21, always sign this kid. But, yeah, he's pretty decent. Um, and all we give up is a 2026 second-round pick. Oh, God. Big trade. Big trade. I didn't even hear about this one. So, bonus to the Kings. Come on now. Come on now, Pacers. Sabonis was your literal literally your entire team. So the Pacers get Tyrese Halliburton. Very good shooter. Probably could start for them. Buddy Heald. Probably could be a six man. Very good. Tristan Thompson might be able to fit him into the starting lineup. Probably not. Still, they got three very good role players and a starting caliber player. The Kings got one of the best power forwards in the league. Um, Justin Holiday, who is okay, and Jeremy Lamb, who is pretty decent. And a second-round pick. I think the Kings definitely won this trade because they got Domas Sabonis, one of the best power forwards in the league, and Justin Holiday and Jeremy Lamb. All pretty young, except for Jeremy. Actually, Justin Holiday is pretty old, right? I'm pretty sure he's like 30. But he, he's been playing really well. Um, what about Jeremy Lamb? So, Justin's averaging 11. Jeremy Lamb's averaging 7. And so, Bonus is averaging probably 20-something. Nope, he's averaging 18.8. Okay, well, might not be that good of a trade. Okay, so, great. The Pacers just keep giving up some of the best players they have. Karis LeVert, bye-bye. That's what they said. Let's see what he's averaging. 18.2. Okay, kind of bad. <sighs> Actually, no, that's still a very good player. But the Cavs got Karis LeVert. Honestly, he could play small forward, so their starting lineup could probably be like Garland, Sexton, LeVert, Mobley, and Jared Allen. So um, the Pacers got Ricky Rubio, first-round draft pick, lottery protected. Yeah, the Cavs won this trade. Okay. Um... Yeah, so Blazers trade Powell, uh, Norman Powell and Rocco to the Clippers. For Eric Bledsoe, Justice Winslow, Keon Johnson. That's, that's actually not that bad of a trade. Eric Bledsoe hasn't been playing the best, but hey, he's been playing okay. So Justice Winslow, 
pretty good player. Uh, Keon Johnson, pretty decent player. And a second-round pick. So, I give you props on this one, Blazers. This wasn't that bad of a trade. But Norman Powell and Rocco are still some of the, are, were still some of the best players on your team. So, probably shouldn't have given them up. Uh, another three-team deal. Nuggets, Celtics, and Spurs. Are you telling me that the Spurs got Juancho Hernan Gomez and then immediately traded him? Okay, so the Nuggets got Bryn Forbes. The Celtics got Bulbul and P.J. Dozier, which they then they immediately traded. And the Spurs got Juancho Hernan Gomez, a future second-round pick in cash considerations. I think the Celtics won this trade just because they flipped it for somebody. Um... But I don't really see any winners to this trade. Um, Cam Reddish to the Knicks. Okay, so the Knicks get Cam Reddish, Solomon Hill, and a second-round pick. And the Hawks get Kevin Knox and a protected first-round pick. Yeah, the Knicks won this trade. Um, okay. Okay. Um, another Thunder. So, oh, yeah, we won this trade, too. Jazz got cash considerations. We got a player and a second-round pick. So, um, Lakers trade Rondo to Cavs. This is the last recent trade. So, the Cavs got Rajon Rondo. Lakers got draft rights to Louis Labery. And the Knicks got Denzel Valentine, draft rights to Wang Zellin, and draft rights to Brad Newley in cash considerations. I think the Lakers lost this trade. How <laughs> funny. <laughs> Lakers and losing. They just fit together so well. But, anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this 34-minute episode. It might go to 35, depending on how long the outro takes. But, hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, if you did, go ahead and either uh, you can support my channel. And you can watch all my other episodes. They are just as good, if not better. And, guys, we are 200 listens away from 16,000, we are at 15.8 thousand right now, and I cannot stop thanking you guys. I mean, it hasn't even been a whole year, and we're already almost at 16,000. I started in April 14th, made my first episode April 16th, and it's February 18th right now, and we're already at almost 16,000 listens. I believe I have around 80 episodes, probably 75, 78. Um, I just can't believe that you guys have really stuck with me and risen this channel to where it is now. I mean, like 16,000 listens in less than a year for a for not even for a kid that hasn't even reached his teens yet. That's insane. I love you guys so much. Thank you for. Always tune in to the deep end. I'm your host, Bryce Melody, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye.